You're listening to the Tweakle Podcast. Being a father is by far the most challenging and the most rewarding thing I have ever done. I remember holding both of my children on the day they were both born, and I told them the same thing. I will never fail you. Sure, I may not buy all the toys they desire, and I probably will annoy them during their teenage years and far beyond, but I will never, never miss out on being present being a presence, or being persistent in their upbringing. It's my duty and my utmost pleasure. Side note, I don't actually like being called their father. I prefer being called their dad. Father kind of sounds more like I was just there for their conception. Dad means I'm there, always. From the Vault 319 recording room, I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Tweakle Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with a list, checking in on this Friday. Thank God it is Friday. And unfortunately, it is a very rainy, cloudy day here at the vault. It kind of sucks because I had intended on going to the uh, ball field up the street from the vault and playing baseball with my son, but we can't do that. But that's okay. Uh, we're going to figure out something to do uh, for this weekend. It's it's planning on raining all weekend, unfortunately, but you know, it's still, thank God it's Friday. It's been a long work week for me and I am tired and I am looking forward to this three day weekend because I am taking a day, Monday off from work. And so I am going to spend this entire weekend with my kids and try to make up for some of the time that I miss working so very much. It kind of sucks, but you know, that's what you do when you're a dad and happy father's day to all the dads out there. That's coming Sunday and tomorrow, happy Juneteenth. Uh, we're going to talk about the Juneteenth thing and the Father's Day today, and we're going to talk about a little bit of news on the things that have been going on for the past few days since we last talked on Wednesday. And I got a weekend watch list that is Android heavy, very Android heavy. So all you iPhone users might be a little upset, but everybody else will be all right. So let's get started with the news. So let's start off the news today with a great debate on whether or not the bat should eat the cat. Yes, I'm talking about uh, WB's um, decision to make uh, uh, DC um, animators take out this scene from one of the new animated features coming up in where, in where Batman goes down on Catwoman. It, yes, when I say go down on Catwoman, it's exactly what I mean. Now, see, I was going to stay as far away from this debate as I possibly could, but 
it came up and it's just such a weird ass debate to be having but hey look this is how i feel about it okay it's the same thing i told uh, my buddy at work the other day look if you could tell me that dc and warner brothers together have no problem with uh, harley quinn and poison ivy having a lesbian relationship right and they also have no problem with death uh, deathstroke sleeping with a 15 year old tara in the comics and in the animated feature then batman going down on catwoman should be no problem whatsoever seriously it should they, there should be no problem with showing it either i mean we've had sex scenes in these animated features for god knows how many years now it is nothing new <laughs> i mean just put a freaking warning up on the thing so that you know certain kids don't watch it it, it is what it is uh look don't don't even get it's just a, such a stupid debate <laughs> and, and to me Zack Snyder who is starting to be like one of my favorite people out here he pretty much ended the debate with uh, uh, one of his uh, tweets yesterday uh, on Thursday if you haven't seen it it'll be on the IG page today and you can go to his uh, Twitter and see it and trust me when you see the picture and you'll understand exactly what I mean by debate being over <laughs> so um, speaking of things going down and I'm very sorry for that pun that's a dad joke for this Father's Day weekend um, this seems to be the uh season for cancellations because um nbc has canceled uh manifest and uh grand army on netflix has been canceled now this is the second thing or second or third thing uh after uh for netflix that they've canceled after they just canceled uh, jupiter's legacy um hey man both shows were popular and they canceled them so I'm, I'm pretty much guarantee you that they got canceled for the exact same reason money nine times out of ten money is the answer uh they may have had ratings but they probably weren't raking enough for the uh two separate studios to say hey we can keep doing this show uh hey man cross your fingers if you liked either one of those shows including jupiter's legacy and you want to see it come back there's always the chance that some other tv station or some other streaming site would say will say hey let me have those uh let me have the rights to that and i'll produce the show my damn self and we'll cut you a little bit in on the back end and uh, the show will keep going. We've seen it happen with Supergirl, right? Supergirl was on its way out the door, and then it got picked up by another TV station, and it's still going strong. So, yeah, it's crushed fingers. Never, <laughs> you never know what will happen. Um, here's a name you might know, Hiroyuki Sonata. So if you you know if you don't know the name, I guarantee you will know the face. Uh, this is the same guy that played Blind Tanaka on um, Army of the Dead on Netflix, Zack Snyder film. He played uh, Musashi in Westworld, which is a really good show <laughs> and he also played uh hanzo hasashi the dude uh, who becomes scorpion in the mortal kombat movie that just came out not so long ago so uh, like i said if you don't know the name i guarantee you'll know the face once you look it up on uh, uh on the internet so he's joining the cast of john wick 4 uh, this cast is starting to be really good i mean you got keanu reeves already now you're adding him and you already had uh, donnie yen added just a few weeks ago um I don't have no news on what his character, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata's character is going to be. And quite honestly, I don't care what his character is going to be. That dude is gold in every single thing I have ever seen him in. Right? I've seen him in Westworld, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Army of the Dead, and uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of other stuff. He was, um, I forgot his character's name. I think it was Ujio. He was in uh, The Last Samurai opposite of um, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, the other guy and he was good in that he didn't have a lot of lines but he was still damn good in it 
uh, yeah, like I said, everything he does is gold. So if you don't know him, you better get to know him. Uh, as many movies as he's been in, you've probably seen him a thousand times. Uh, whatever it is, I just want to see him in it because he's that damn good. Right? Uh, video games. Uh, if you are into Halo, you know Master Chief. If you are into Xbox, you know, Xbox, you know that Master Chief is pretty much your your mascot, right? So there's a good chance that he may wind up in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, there's a data uh, there's a data miner on uh, Reddit named Nikki, and she says she found some code, and it pretty much points to um, Master Chief being included into Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, in sometime in the future. Hey, and I'm not really. Uh, big Smash Brothers um, um, enthusiast. I've played it a handful of times. I had fun playing it. There's nothing wrong with the game. If they if they put uh, Master Chief in it, I may want to play it more. I mean, uh, the fact that they're adding uh, Kazuya from uh, the Tekken series inside of uh, Smash Brothers now, that made me want to play it. Master Chief may make me want to play it more. You never know. Uh, hopefully. I mean, Nintendo and uh, Xbox have had a long-standing uh, relationship for a long time. There have been plenty of uh, crossover characters inside Smash Brothers from Xbox, this, that, and the other, back and forth on Nintendo games and on uh, Xbox inside of games. So, hey, this will cement their legacy and uh, as with a relationship. And uh, I want to see what happens going forward. I hope Master Chief is, and it'll make the game a little bit more fun. It'll make me want to play it more. That's damn true. And finally, tomorrow is June 19th, or as a lot of us black folk call it, Juneteenth. Um, it is now officially a federal holiday just yesterday just uh yesterday on thursday um joe biden signed it into law it is the now the 12th federal holiday so whether we get a day off for it in the future or get it as a paid holiday off in the future hey we don't know we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but hey man it's good to see that um become a federal holiday i can celebrate now like i said a couple of days ago uh, to a few people and on Wednesday's episode, I, when it passed in the Senate, I was like, okay, that's cool. Step in the right direction. But until the House passes it and Joe Biden signs it, then I, hey man, I'll just cross my fingers and wait and hope. Now that both of those things have all happened, hey, I can celebrate now. It is uh, a, the perfect holiday to add to the, uh, to the docket of federal holidays we already had. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, look it up. Understand what the holiday is about. And don't just run to Walmart to buy a, a T-shirt just because it says Juneteenth on it. Understand what the holiday is about first. You don't even need to buy anything from Walmart or anywhere else to celebrate the holiday. It ain't It ain't about that. <laughs> Seriously, it's not about that. Uh, and, and, and all you folks out there that uh, might be listening and that might, that might be in the political arena, let's start working on getting the, that little part of the 13th Amendment fixed. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into the weekend watch list. So as I was saying earlier, today's weekend watch list is very, very Android heavy. And when I say very Android heavy, every single entry has some form of the hell hell with some form it is basically centered around androids so we are going to get into it uh number one i would just mentioned it uh, uh in the news segment westworld uh has hiroyuki sonata in it so i remember starting westworld and i can't remember why i stopped watching it i remember liking it and i was stopped watching it for whatever reason so i am going to literally just kick the veil off and go back and start watching it from the very beginning because i have no idea where it's at at the moment uh, it started a few years ago so 
wherever it's at now. I'm just going to start at the beginning and uh, go forward. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime and HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken, HBO Max, considering it was a uh, HBO series before they even had their streaming site. So I'm pretty sure it's on HBO Max as well. Definitely on Amazon Prime. Um, next entry is Vivi, Fluoride Eye Song. I've, like I said, I've been touting this for a few weeks now among people I know and on this very podcast it is probably the most underrated if not it's in the top three underrated anime from uh the, the winter and uh, spring season um i've already watched the entire series uh subtitles so uh, now i'm watching it again in its dubbed form and it's still just good good voice acting by the uh by the english speakers so far they haven't uh, detracted from the original uh from the original sub which can happen quite often you'd like something in sub in subtitled version and the next thing you know the english actors kind of make it bad because of bad voice acting but that doesn't happen a lot but it does happen it's not happening here vivi uh vivi fluoride eye song is still good in the uh in the dub version uh next up so the next two picks are our nostalgia picks i got two kind of uh newer ones and i got two pretty old ones so the first nostalgia pick is uh bubblegum crisis if you've never seen it this goes back quite a bit uh, um it's basically four women called the night sabers um basically patrolling this new version of tokyo after a great earthquake and keeping track of murderous androids called boomers uh, it's really good it's a handful of fan service but outside of that it's really good old school animation and really good old school uh anime storytelling uh you'll love it i guarantee you'll love it and our uh, other nostalgia pick akira now look if you watch anime and you have no idea what akira is or akira but i, I call it akira, but uh if you have no idea what it is then i what is your problem <laughs> anybody in with their uh, uh work that's worth their weight of thought and say that they watch uh anime they should know what this anime is uh if you don't know what it is find one of your uh anime watching buddies and tell them to, to let you watch it with them and um i guarantee you'll love it to me it's number two all time on anime it's it's number two on my list number one is an anime called heavy metal and we will get into that in sometime in the future but yeah so that's your uh, weekend watch list westworld uh vivi fluoride eye song you can find on any streaming site just about um bubblegum crisis I, you probably find that on youtube knowing knowing it knowing uh, how youtube works uh and akira you can find that anywhere i don't know i mean hell go buy akira on dvd I, I guarantee you if somebody's uh some store open that's selling um anime you could probably find bubblegum crisis and akira in there for a really good price and as far as i'm concerned there are certain anime that you should own and both of those two are uh are ones uh, bubblegum crisis is a series akira is a movie and if you don't own them and you want to own anime those are ones you should keep in the house watch them and you know basically i'm not gonna say convert them uh, can uh, convert them to memory but you know keep them up conversation pieces and all that <laughs> so i'm gonna go get me another cup of coffee and when we come back uh let's talk about five and stay tuned Father's Day for me is solemn, very much like Mother's Day. Both my parents are passed away now. Um, my father passed away many moons ago from a cancer. And the relationship that I thought we should have, we didn't have. But we still had a pretty good relationship toward the end. We were both musicians and I was learning a lot from him uh, <laughs> about music. He knew 
so, so very much about music. And in the end, he was passing that knowledge on to me. And unbeknownst to me, he was dying from cancer. He kept it a secret pretty much from everybody. But fast forward from that, and now I'm the father. I have two kids, a son and a daughter. And quite frankly, I struggle. I struggle mightily. Um, it's very hard for me to be a father, not because I didn't have an example, because I did have an example. I had my father for quite some time. I had my brothers who had children long before I ever had kids, and I watched them. And there are other male influences, like my pastor and uh, my uncles who have kids, and uh, my cousins who are much older than I am who have kids, and I took cues from them. But I think what uh, I struggle with being a father is I never know the line. I never know when to, you know, pull back and let them learn on their own. and Or, or I never know when to get close and be overly supportive, basically, because you can't be just supportive. You have to be overly supportive as a parent, as I've come to learn. But it's okay to struggle that I've come to find out. It's okay to not know what you're doing. It's okay to fall down and say, hey, that doesn't work for my kid. Uh, let me try something different. There's no book for this. Um, there's no manual, there's no uh, teacher you can go and sit down and learn the absolute proper way to raise a child. Why? Because every job is different. Every person is different. Every dynamic between parent and child is going to be very different. doesn't matter if you're in the same family or have the same, uh, uh, you know, upbringing as others, or if you live in the same area and have the same type of, you know, financial status as everybody else. Everybody's different. That's kind of the, uh, the the one truth in life, right? Everybody's different. Uh, but what I have learned um, basically is that the one thing about me that I have going for me as far as being a father is the fact, not the fact that I fail, but it's the fact that I fail and I keep trying. Um, no matter how many times I uh, get mad because my kids do something or they get sad because, hey, you know, dad put his foot down and you can't have that and, you know, they look me in the face and they cry or they get mad and huff. And then I get mad because they're huffing this, that, and the other. No matter how many times that happens and it seems like, God, I'm failing at a father today, I keep on trying. And I think that is the, you know, I think the fact that I keep trying is the, uh, the best thing that I can possibly do. Because like I said, me and my father, we didn't have the best relationship for the longest time. Him and my mom got divorced and you know I didn't see him much <laughs> and I learned why I didn't see him much with with all the kids he had <laughs> we talked about that before that's we'll bring that up another time um yeah I didn't see him much growing up and I that left a kind of a hole inside of me and I didn't know how to fill that hole so you know having that relationship with my father and um toward the end sort of fill the hole but not completely and I don't want you know I don't want that to happen with my kids and so I, I I smothered the hell out of them with love and attention and this that and the other but you know that doesn't always work sometimes like I said you have to back off and let them grow on their own and I that's what I want everybody all the fathers out there to take away from this weekend it's not the stuff we get not the you know, all the steak dinners, this, that, and the other. It's the fact that, hey, you love your kids and your kids love you. And whatever you do, keep trying to be the best father possible because you are going to fail and you are going to fail uh, a lot. I mean, a lot. 
I mean, out of 10 try, out of every 10 tries, you're probably going to fail seven times. But those three times that you do succeed are going to be more important. And they will be the only times that your children remember. Those seven times you failed there, your kids are not going to remember. They'll remember the three times you succeeded in being their dad. And that's a great thing because kind of nowadays dads are underappreciated. And, you know, we're looked at as just the guy in the house who works and pays the bills and you know we're the hero and the villain at the exact same time we're uh we're batman uh without the whole going down on catwoman thing <laughs> thrown in the mix <laughs> right <laughs> we're the hero and the villain at the exact same time uh and if we're not then we're the hero at one point and we'll live long enough to see ourselves become the villain that's pretty much how it goes so we're going to get out of here uh, I want everybody to have a good weekend. Have a good Father's Day. If your father's still alive, go hug him and tell him, hey, thanks for giving it your best shot because it's not easy. It's not easy in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> I mean, mothers have it hard and fathers have it hard too. So give your dads a break this weekend. If your dad's not with you, then hey, say a prayer and say, hey, dad, thank you for everything you did do, right? He did his best. Uh, more than likely, your father is kind of like mine. Uh, didn't have the greatest relationship with them, especially if you're a millennial. Most millennials didn't have the greatest of relationships with their fathers for some odd reason, um, but probably because they didn't have the greatest relationships with their fathers and they only did the very best they could do. And that's what we're doing, the very best we can do. And that's all you can do. And if you and if you are trying um, the, your very best, then guess what? In the end, that's all that's going to matter. So we're going to get out of here. I will see you all. Um, next Wednesday and I will see you over the weekend on IG because even when I'm not doing a, uh, a podcast, an actual episode, I post on IG all the stuff that comes up that I don't talk about on here. So make sure you're following that page to keep up with stuff. And I will tell you the same thing I tell you every Friday when I check out or every episode when I check out. God bless. I love you and peace.